hello, hello. You are listening to another episode of the Reasons of a Hold podcast with Arnold Reasons. Tolly Talks. And Peter The Rock. Boom, boom, boom. So, <laughs> Peter, the artist formerly known as the Blacksmith's Furnace, we have found out his original government name and it is The Rock. So, <laughs> so going forward, that is how he shall now be known. Uh, thank you for joining us again, Peter. Uh, thanks for having me on again, man. Again, pleasure and honor so yeah thank you guys i am very blessed to be doing this tonight because we are in the middle of the lockdown yeah. and we got a message in our whatsapp group today being like yo guys can anyone do tonight <laughs> are, your, are your schedules free i'm like what schedule of course my schedule's free. we're in the lockdown boy so i am very excited and very grateful to be doing this with you guys so thank mm. you yeah for real man. yeah so another reason i'm really excited is because a while ago, Arnold mentioned something on the podcast. Yeah, Peter, do you want to tell the people? My guys, it's not what? happening today. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, why not, man? Just, Did you it's say cool. We can, you know what? We can remind we can remind the listeners, obviously, of what that was so that they know okay. it's coming soon. And then, hey, I thought today was the day. Nah, today is not, man. Do you know what, though? I had a feeling you were going to try and sneak me with that one as well. <laughs> like, literally, in those last few minutes before I logged on, I was thinking to myself, there's going to be a sneak attack. I can see it coming. <laughs> Yeah, so I know just talking about First Timothy, um, and I think it's your first sort of your first sort of read through, um, and you're you're probably gonna get once you've gone through a couple of times, we'll probably discuss it a bit more. But yeah, it was just something I, I thought to remind the guys that that promise has been made, and so we should go into it at some point. And you know what? The thing is, I actually really appreciate that because even though I'm not ready to talk about it just yet, you know. Um, <laughs> Just to be very clear, I'm not ready just yet. I need to revisit that. I'm not going to lie. I moved on. I need to go back to it and rehearse and come back. No, I'm just being real. I haven't been reading it since that time. <laughs> I think I read it a few times, obviously, around that time. And then obviously since then, I've moved on to other stuff. So I need to actually remind myself of where what I was got. and what it was that I was yeah. getting so that I can come back mm. and obviously share those things, hopefully from a more mature place, which is what I think I spoke about at the time. <laughs> But, um, that is, that is like but, said, yeah. but the thing is I do genuinely appreciate it, and I think it's interesting that maybe that's where this conversation is going to start about accountability mm. um, because the reason why you were able to pull me up on it and call me out is because it was recorded but how many of our conversations that are, are not recorded where we mm. say things or we discuss things or we plan things no accountability mm. never happens nobody ever pulls mm. it back Mm. Let's talk about accountability. Hey. I'm shook. <laughs> Why are you shook? Because when I think about, you know how it says in the Bible about how not one word that God has spoken will kind of not go through. You yeah. know, those kind of things where it says about how God is a man of his word. And if we're made in the image of God, then how much more should like that should be our goal. But so often we're quite reckless with our mouths yeah. and we just say stuff. And then people are like, oh, you said this. You're like, no, I didn't. No, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Have you got some verses that you're going to share? Pete? I know. Pete, Pete's got the phone out. Um... <laughs> oh, you can see. You can see on the phone, actually. Yeah. No. So I, I was... When when Arnold mentioned accountability, the first thing that came to mind really was um, maybe the how far we've gone from our words actually 
meaning anything yeah. um and and so like you know when, when arnold when you mentioned this obviously you when i when i sent the clip out it wasn't a thing of oh that didn't mean it at the time it was a thing of oh now nah, i need to go back to it because it meant something mm-hmm. but more often than not and, and when you're talking about like the things we say on a daily basis that maybe aren't recorded how many of those things do we actually mean and i was thinking about this um this king uh in Judges 11, um, I think his name is Jephthah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to bring it up quickly, and I'm trying to do that silently without you guys seeing, so that I'll just have it ready, <laughs> and it'll look like I know everything about Bible, but I don't. Um, um, but okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so I think I don't know if it was a king. He was one of the judges, but he promised, he promised God that if he won like a certain fight, um, he would give the first person he sees or the first thing that he sees when he comes back um from the fight and when he did it ended up being his daughter first person to come out of his house was his daughter i'm just trying to find a verse so i make sure i'm not saying it wrong but for me it stood out that he actually went through with it and so his daughter had to go and then spend some time almost mourning and then he sort of obviously having said it didn't then run back on his word he was like, nah, I've said it. And Judges 11. Grim... Yeah, Judges, Judges 11. 11. Yeah. 30 to 40. 30 to 40, oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his... <laughs> the the headline on, on my Bible is Jaftha's Tragic Vow. <laughs> oh! Let that not be our lives. <laughs> you know, but it was just like... He, he actually... He actually went through with what he had said. And I think when I was studying this, and I can't remember where it is there's another place in the bible where there's a similar sort of situation but god's god allows a person to almost get away with not going through with it so it's like he could have probably not gone through with it but the fact that he did and the fact that those words meant that much that when it when you know when the consequence was losing your daughter he went through with losing your daughter this sort of thought how many how much of our words mean that much when we speak them that we will follow through mm-hmm. with what we say we're going to do even at such you know such a quite literally tragic you know um cost hmm. that's interesting man and i'm not even familiar with that story so that's definitely something for me to mm. go back and look at as well um do you know what i feel like the weight of this conversation is hitting me as well now you know <laughs> <laughs> Like all kinds of self-examination that I'm sure is going to continue after this recording. But the yeah. another verse that I was reminded of was Matthew twelve thirty six, which mm. is where Jesus says, "I tell you that on the day of judgment, people will have to account for every careless word they speak." And then thirty seven says, "For by your words you'll be acquitted, and by your words you'll be condemned." There's obviously mm. a context to it. Um, mm. And it's funny because it comes after where it's speaking about tree and fruit, um, mm. which was some of the things we were speaking about last week. But I'm just thinking about just have I anyway, like I don't know about anyone else, but have I become cheaper with my words over time? And if so, how do you basically rein in on that? Because... Mm. Yeah, like imagine if it wasn't just the conversations on the podcast that I recorded. Yeah. Obviously, all of our conversations are recorded. Up that's above. what I was going to say. That's the reality yeah. that we know. Yeah. 
but like yeah. imagine if we if i had a peek into every conversation every word that i've spoken <laughs> how many things would i be pulling myself back on mm. yeah. but i think to some extent even by virtue of like social media and where society is now words don't really mean mm. much anyway mm. <laughs> like you look at the words of presidents literally they could say something today and tomorrow be like oh uh, i got wrong information and, and there's no consequence to the things that they said that they were either lying on or misinforming on or yeah. just like I, I definitely think society has fallen away from words meaning much at least today anyway i guess what i'm thinking about in all of this is what do we do about that mm. you know because mm. what's the part of that that we control because i was just thinking about the example that you just gave about the thing you know you said okay we'll come back to it when i've studied it through a bit right yeah. and it's not like you deliberately went out to not continue studying it but yeah. stuff happens yeah so what i'm trying to think is okay because often a lot of the times when we say stuff and then we don't follow up it's not malicious yeah, yeah, yeah. you know actually it might just be because i procrastinated on that thing or stuff got in the way or something changed yeah. but then what do you guys think is the best way to actually make sure that you're able to follow through on your word? So, you know what? Maybe because my example was the one that they started off with, something mm. I was thinking about when you were saying that is the power mm. of it being more than just a conversation with yourself, but something that you have people around you who are willing to mm. also help you remember. Because historically, mm. what I remember seeing in different parts of the word is that we tend to forget and a lot of the things that are in place are to remind us um i think in a previous conversation i'm sure peter was speaking about the monuments that were set up or, or the statues and stuff or not statues but the mm. pillars and things like that that was yeah the yeah stuff. altars and stuff yeah um, yeah some of even the practices that we have today as new testament believers i'm trying to think of what some of them are the the Communion. 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 communion yeah. To help us to remember. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, I believe baptism is actually one as well that mm. helps us to remember. Mm. Um, mm. So I think one of the things I would say to answer your question, Tolu, is having people around you who are, I think, willing enough to have those conversations to actually say, hi, you said this, um, or to remind you that this is what you said so here's something mm. to maybe revisit in conversation and mm. funny enough that we're speaking about this i don't know man i feel like i don't know how common that really is because mm. in my world in my world i think i'm in a place in life where i I've, i thank god i have that but i've definitely been i think in situations and experiences where i don't know where i feel like that wasn't so much a present thing so i don't know what do you guys think about that i've i've been thinking about it and what i was thinking is that actually it takes effort to be that kind of person yeah. to remind your friends about what they've said yeah. because actually that means first you really have to listen to what they're saying Come on. Mm. then you have to take an active interest in what they're saying and yeah. try and remember and you know bring those things up as and when the opportunity presents itself mm. so i'm thinking that part of that is because actually as you've grown you've you've gotten into more kind of deep relationships where you have people who are actually, they're really listening to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, they actually have an active interest in your life and in what you're doing. Yeah. And like for me, for example, with the book, 
like when you told me about the book, it was exciting for me. And then I was going to bring that example up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, no, go. But yeah, just to give the listeners a bit of context, because so, they might not know, but there's a book that I had started, um, hadn't finished, had been meaning to finish for a long time, had a conversation with Tolu about it, um, and this was a couple of years ago, <laughs> um, <laughs> but we had a conversation about it, and on the back of that, like, Tolu just pretty much took mad ownership of that project like and I, I say this in fact you know it's good to even speak about these things because for me at the time there were certain limited and even till now that that same book hasn't been released yet but it will be released. and, <laughs> and tolu continues to ask me the question as well by the way but i just remember at the time one how much of a blessing it felt like to have someone in addition to my wife as well to remind me of these things um but two to just see that he wasn't interested there was nothing to gain for tolu in that whole thing like Mm. he wasn't getting a paycheck he wasn't getting um any sort of earthly reward anyway um from reminding me or from i think i would even go as far as to say exhorting me at times to say like what's happening with the book man like Mm. and as a result of him pressing asking those kinds of questions he didn't just ask questions but he also went to the next step to practically actually help me to get that book complete and Mm. so he took plenty of time out of his own schedule to sit with me to go through the chapters that I had written to help edit when I finished actually writing the first draft um, chapter by chapter to challenge me on some of the things that I said which I needed because at the time it was maybe two three years since I had actually written (laughs) the original content and so even I was looking at it and thinking I was in a different headspace when I wrote this book. <laughs> so, so it was like a healthy filter for me where I was able mm. to have his fresh perspective and and I still and I look at that and I know that's one of the that's definitely been one of the milestones, not milestones, but maybe one of the standout points I think along us building a brotherhood in general. Because yeah, sure. it really did show me that this was this was selfless. Um it it would it was selfless, hundred percent selfless, and to this day it still remains selfless and at no point did I feel condemned, which I think is another thing to maybe draw on about the fact that it was delivered through love and with love and with a heart of love. Um, mm. Because I never at one point felt condemned. I always felt like this is, I felt like Tolly was constantly reminding me, Arnold, this is who you are. Mm. Arnold, this is something that you have done and you will do and you will finish, you know, and yeah, I don't know. Hopefully there's some things you guys can draw and shoot off from those words. About I, I, but, but love I think for me, appreciation, bro. very, very, very. No, no, it was it's, it's honestly my pleasure because I think for me, especially as Christians, right? God, God's children. My mom always says this to me. She's like, God's children are not trash. Right. Mm-hmm. So because so my name means belonging to God. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you have a child who's a Christian, you, you, we've dedicated ourselves to God mm-hmm. and God isn't. So when you look at the old Testament, all the sacrifices given to God were like perfect. They had no, you know, they were, God receives the best things. Mm-hmm. So if you've dedicated yourself to God, he's receiving the best, which mm-hmm. means that he is putting things in you. Right that will make you valuable he is putting he's putting visions he's putting ideas he's putting things in you that the world needs because you're his child Mm. it's like you don't go out as his child with nothing to give to the world Mm. so 
for me, it's a blessing to see like my brothers and sisters because everybody has something in them that is coming out that's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's actually like an honor, like for me to get to go on that process and on that journey, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that we all have that in the people who are around us if we just kind of are a bit more open to seeing what's there. Yeah. You know, like even just before this, when we were talking about the t shirts yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, when you started talking about it, I got excited. Do you know what I mean? You were talking yeah. about the details and it was just like, it's just those are the things that God, I feel, really sets up for us yeah. in yeah. the connections and in the body that we have. Mm-hmm. And so that's why for me, it's like, it's an absolute joy to see you actually going through the process of the book, mm-hmm. you know, and then you getting to that finished outcome. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I don't have necessarily ideas like that. But where I know that I can actually be helpful is I can help you to kind of poke it, prod it, say, are you sure that? Are you sure yeah. this? Yeah. You know? And before people say, oh, what's your vision? I'm like, I literally have no idea. But now I'm starting to understand. It's like my vision, part of that is helping other people reach their vision. Mm-hmm. Because for yeah. me, that's what mm-hmm. I enjoy. I love it. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. so, mm-hmm. it's so great. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's, there's, I think when you, when you ask what people can take away from just this aspect of what you guys are saying, um, and, and I guess also in answering the question, totally, what, what do you do about this? I think it's be that sort of person that yeah. will hold someone accountable because just as you guys are speaking, I noticed like, um, Tolu, it, you know, just to add a bit of a, a, a an extra praise report about Tolu. Um, oh my gosh, what is with, this? With, <laughs> no, with, 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 the, with the podcast editing, like, happy birthday, um, Tolu. <laughs> No, for podcast. real, it's not my birthday, man. We're, we're like, we're like even podcast editing. Like, my wife has been saying to me, "Oh, now you can charge people for this. You can, you can do this properly." And I was like, "I, I just don't have the mindsets or, or that, that whatever that is that helps you put something in like a business format and present something properly and say these are the rates and whatnot." And it was just a matter of like literally totally chasing me up and be like. Nah, bro, we can do this. And like you said, Arnold, taking the time. And literally, we were here for like uh, a couple hours, you know, just going through. Okay, so what do you do? Okay, we can charge this. And then what levels and and like just opening up and and helping me build like a, like literally like a a sheet saying, these are my rates for these services. And my wife was so impressed. Um, And it's like just being that person, even Arnold as well, just out of the blue. and, And Arnold, I need to say this as well, because... You just randomly one time asked me, yo, the 66, what's happening? And I totally may have said this before as well. Um, uh, you know, and, and it was it was literally at a time where I had sort of felt like, because I stopped doing the 66, I think about three months before the birth of my daughter, um, with, with a mindset that I need to sort of dedicate time to that process. Um and you know obviously she was born just trying to look for the perfect sort of time to build that routine up again and so much has changed it had been so difficult to sort of get back into mm. that routine and i was getting to a point where i was like oh what, what am i doing is this you know is this even worth still holding on to and at a point where i was like literally having doubt as to if that's something i need to continue and randomly <laughs> oh, this is, this is like it wasn't like it came out in conversation oh, i was just like this is someone who this is someone who has taken time out of their day to think about me and to literally just ask like what's happening and i was just like you know what even there's someone that cares and it's like i can't let go of this i need to figure it out you know so it's like 
I think what people need to, or, or what we can all do, and, and something I'm probably going to be, I'm not probably, I will be more intentional about this going forward, yeah. is be that sort of person. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, not to say, <laughs> I'm taking notes of what everyone is saying. <laughs> <laughs> And whatever you say can and will be used against you. Nah. <laughs> like, like me inside of the group chat today. Like, honestly. <laughs> no, but rather being interested in what people are doing and, yeah, and yeah. seeing the value that's in them yeah, and yeah. what the world could be losing if they don't do Man. what God's called them to do. Yeah. And, so, and I also feel like God also helps you with that because you know there'll just be yeah. random times like you just think of something with yes, someone yeah. and you yeah. just say it to them and then they're like bruv you don't even know like at that moment this is what was happening Absolutely. because it's not you you yeah, know it's yeah. like God God is interested in these things yeah. that we're doing because like I remember when you told us about the 66 I was like wow like we actually need that do you yeah, know what I mean? that was the first know. thought I had mm. you know so it's like we really need these things and actually that's what we're there for to encourage each other to push each other to provoke each other onto good works you know that yeah. that's why we're here yeah and, mm, and, right. and just to add some body to what Tolu just said that example where you mentioned that i said it randomly that's exactly what happened it, <laughs> like, i take i know that was definitely a god thing because it was for one reason or another i don't even know where I came, where the my where it came from in my trailer thought but mm. i just asked the question and mm. it's also funny to encourage you further as well, bro. I've really had the 66 in my heart and in my mind over like the last two <laughs> weeks. So I'm going to say that on podcast yeah. now. So hey. like, as you're editing, oh, you're he's going to get reminded. <laughs> so you're not I'm going to make anymore. the clip myself and right. then I'll just play it for myself as my alarm in the <laughs> morning. Like, you know? But yeah, you know, just to echo what, what Tolu said, we do really need this. I think the other day, maybe last week, I actually was watching part of one of the, the videos just on my phone whilst I was in the kitchen and again i was no honestly i was literally thinking again we really do need this and maybe i think maybe i forgot to send you a message again that time but just to remind you again bro like the body does need it we need it um no one is going to deliver that content and that information the way that you do like even if you gave them a transcript word for word it's never going to be the way that peter does it and it's not Mm. because of um like anything boastful about who peter is but it's because of god and his expression through you and the way that he's uniquely placed those things that Tolly was speaking about inside of you mm. oh, yeah that, that. no thank you guys yeah and Tolly, <laughs> you started that conversation off record bro <laughs> t-shirts yeah man. yeah 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 t-shirts soon come soon come i think what you just said though about you know when you think of something and you weren't sure if you messaged or not i find like that's what it is with me is that you know i'll think of something and then i might go to do it and then i'll get distracted or whatever and then that same person later to be like oh i was thinking of you this morning i'm like you mean the exact moment i was thinking of you yeah and i I said it to one of my friends i was like what did we miss out on by both not doing it in that moment you know Mm, like there could have been something at that moment that was meant to go down that we might have missed out on so i would just say if you get a little nudge or you get a little something just do it yeah you don't know what's meant to happen from that yeah yeah because you know what right what's funny is that before um before we started recording i was wearing like a hoodie or something and i just felt like going to put on this t-shirt like that's literally what happened (laughs) honestly like i changed my t-shirt like two minutes before why i didn't even know and then you started talking i said oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) 
But again, actually, actually, maybe further encouragement there is the fact that when, because I saw that t-shirt and I noticed that t-shirt in the video, and that's even what I mentioned. And when I saw the t-shirt in the video, I meant to say to you, oh, now I've been excited about that artist and that creator of that t-shirt where maybe we could have had that conversation then but i think there's grace as you said maybe we've missed something there or i missed something there but there's grace in that you know god's given us another opportunity now with you going and changing that hoodie and it's just like now nah, god is still there's still grace and even if you miss it, another opportunity to come and god up there it's, it's, it's beautiful man. god is too good man it's beautiful i'm it's beautiful. like giddy right now <laughs> yeah man no, but I was gonna say I don't know if Arnold if you had a if you had something else planned to talk about, because um, I was going to I was going to ask the question because even with the First Timothy stuff, yeah, um, I think Tolo you went to talk you went went on to talk about your um, Bible plan and how it's making you notice certain things, especially in Genesis and noticing that God God most likely had a face to face conversation with Abraham regarding Sodom and Gomorrah and um, the the concubines and the daughters and the sons and whatnot. But I was going to ask the question about what what are you guys or can you guys share maybe with the audience how you study your word and, and stuff to make sure that some of these details don't get lost because there is so much that like you like you admitted in the um, in that episode that we made just take for granted um, and not notice and lose out on so much resolution because we just sort of gloss over. So what, what do you guys do to sort of make sure that you are getting those details in your studies? Um, so I have, um, I have a concordance mm-hmm. which helps you to understand what some of the root meanings of the words were. So what language is there concordance in? So the old te- so the old testament it looks at the Hebrew and oh, then the New right. Testament it looks at the Greek. Or right. So the you've Aramaic got the original languages, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know so it's linked so mine's linked to the King James. So when it yeah. says a certain thing in the King James, it will then say, Okay, what was that original word in the Hebrew or in the Greek? So because these are strong numbers. Yeah. yeah, so it's a strong's concordance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Strong's right. concordance. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, and you can even get an app for your phone that's the Strong's app yeah. as well. Right. Um, so I kind of use that because then you can really understand what were some of those other meanings of the word. Yeah. Um, because I was looking in Proverbs, um, and it talks about a woman who is discreet. I think it's Proverbs eleven, um, where it talks about how <laughs> um, a pretty woman. I'm paraphrasing. A pretty woman without discretion is like putting a gold ring in the snout of a pig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when I look at that word for discretion, um. Let me find it. Yep, so it's Proverbs eleven twenty two. Mm. Um, a jewel of gold in a swine's snout. So is a fair woman, which is without discretion. Mm. And so when I look at that, that word discretion, it means the following thing. So it means taste, intelligence, um, advice, behavior, discretion, judgment, reason, understanding. Mm. So mm. that gives you such a wider view of what yeah. were they trying to convey with that one yeah. word. Mm, mm. yeah i think concordances are definitely a really powerful tool a very very powerful tool yeah especially there because you can get like an english concordance as well which is cool yeah. um, mm. but i think you 
going back to especially with the strong numbers going back to the original languages just because so much can get lost in translation yeah. i think those those are definitely like a really powerful tool yeah yeah i agree i think for me as well i'm again strong's concordance the thing is one thing i will say is that i don't sit with a strong's concordance every time i'm reading the bible no. Um, mm. Just to maybe give some context, because hearing a conversation like this, it can sound that way, and I'm sure that's the case. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. But yeah, I think I, again, when I when I do sit down with a concordance, um, I find myself just going on a rabbit trail. Yeah, it's awesome. You're you're looking at the root words, which is obviously powerful in the, in in itself. That's powerful. And mm. then looking at some of the cross references or other scriptures that might feed in and help you get a wider yeah. context for what God's message is saying. Because obviously the scriptures mm. from Genesis to Revelation is God's word. So mm. it will always feed into each other in one way, shape, mm. form or another. I found mm. that like sometimes I just I just find myself just going and going and going and then I just have to pull out and just say, all right, cool, let me just slow down and <laughs> revisit what I've covered so far. So I think mm. this is definitely, definitely help. Um, mm. Go ahead. Um, so I think what you said about sitting with the concordance every time—that's not, you know, I don't just yeah. walk around with the concordance. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but it's like I every now and then I try and be inquisitive yeah. about what I'm reading. Yeah, because mm. it's so easy to read something like that and go, yeah, discretion. I kind of know what that is. Okay, but sometimes it's that inquisitiveness around certain bits yeah. that I find is really what takes you down that that hole mm. um and i've also just found that stuff like bible hub mm. has been really really useful because mm. it kind of compiles all the different translations compiles all the different commentaries well, yeah. yeah but what i would say with the commentaries is that you have to watch out Absolutely. because you might just yeah. read one that says something wild and you're like okay but when you read yeah. all the other ones <laughs> it doesn't yeah. line up yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, so you have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to read three or four of the commentaries real quick and get a theme, get an understanding of how it fits together. Yeah. Mm. And and just to add on to that, one of the rules that I try to take when it comes to commentaries is to remember that commentaries were written by people. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. To, to almost imagine each commentary on any verse as a person speaking about what they got from the scriptures yeah it's their yeah. opinion um, yeah no so that's what it is because sense, it helps yeah. to remind me and it helps you as a reader to remember to not just take it as oh these were the angels that were sitting there when the word of god was written to help give it more voice not necessarily <laughs> yeah. and it's not to discredit <laughs> it, obviously but it's the same no. yeah. the same way that we would encourage each other to be bereans with whatever word we receive from um anybody sharing god's word to remember that yeah. in the same context as well so that's something mm. else. And mm. to be fair, it's the same thing with us. Like anything yeah, that we yeah. say, you better go look it up. You better <laughs> go it. search it up for yourself. Yeah, that's it. Because I might not understand it fully right now. I might be having yeah. an off day. So you it. guys need to check everything <laughs> that we say too. And if you find something that's not true that we've said, please send it to us Come so on, that we can it. actually know. You Come know? Mm. Yeah, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But what do, what do you do? Because Peter, obviously you're doing the 66. So mm. what is it that you found that you're doing that helps you to kind of get into some of that depth with it? So, I mean, by virtue of just who God made me, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a nerd. I, I just, I'm super nerdy with stuff. Um, so like even, even talking about the Bible, as, um, as you were mentioning the Strong's Concordance, I realized I haven't touched the physical Bible two three years now 
Um, wow. I haven't like opened a physical Bible, but that's just because I fell in love with um, Bible software. That means I've got so many different translations yeah. in one place. So like I've got the Olive Tree Bible um, software on my phone, um, and one verse like I'll just and I, I just find it, I find it interesting. And like you said, told I find it curious to see what the different translations are saying about the same um, one word. So I tend to do that a lot. The other thing I tend to do is um, I've got a chain reference as well. So strong, the concordances, I think, are amazing tools. Um, uh, and I use those a lot. But I also use a chain reference um, because in Isaiah somewhere, God says he writes his word on our hearts here a little, there a little. And I think what that little phrase was referring to was the fact that the Bible explains the Bible. So if you really want a commentary on the Bible, the Bible is the best commentary on the Bible, and you will find things written um, in the Old Testament that get referenced in the New, and shed light on you know exactly what God meant, and brings a whole new um, revelation on what God is saying. So I tend to use chain references a lot, um, and and find different verses that pertain to a particular thing, mm. and, and get like a fuller understanding of what the Bible is saying about that thing in general. So. I think what you said is so key because one of the guys I listened to quite a lot, he said the best way to rightly divide scripture is with other scripture. Yeah. yeah. You know, so if you're really trying to get to understand a scripture or a verse, then the chain references and the chain links are so important yeah. because it will take you to places that you would have never even known, you know, where yeah. maybe some of those concepts are linked or some of those yeah. words are linked through. Yeah. So I think for me, and it's actually just so fun. Yeah, like it is. actually it just really following is. the rabbit hole, just follow the trail. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing for me as well is having a high, um, a high view of what the word is, or a high appreciation, reverence mm-hmm. for what the word is. Um, again, because I'm super nerdy, I go into the technicalities of what that means. In that, if I look at this as a communication device, it's a communication device that anticipates you know enemy interference and thus spreads across the bandwidth the information you need so that even if you lose certain parts of it you don't lose the message you just lose resolution of the message and and so because I see it like that. Sorry, I'm getting. I'm getting wow. Listen, you are, go, man. Go. Sorry. Honestly, I'm not here, but I'm just like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting super gas. Go, um, man. Get gas. Gas on the <laughs> Yeah, no, because I see it like that. I see it as. And I think Tolly mentioned this that every single part of the Bible is there for a reason. Yeah. Um, Jesus said. Every, I think the Hebrew words were yacht and tittle, you know, the, the, everything will pass, but every yacht and tittle that God says will come to, will, will, will be, you know, will be um, established. And I think he said yacht and tittle, which is like punctuation marks almost, you know, dotting of an I or crossing of a T. Yeah. And I think it calls us to that level of specificity because that's the level of specificity that he put into the word. And so if I think of it as every single detail here is intentional to allow this thing to transcend time, and then when I'm looking at it, you look at it with a different sort of reverence. And because you you put it on that level, I think well, when you respect something, you pay more attention to it almost. Yeah. 
I think we underestimate the level of detail that is in oh, the Bible. So much. Because sometimes you're reading through it, yeah, and you're like, let's say Numbers, or let's say, you know, Exodus or Leviticus, where God is giving the specifications for people to build something. Yeah. When you look at every single detail, or when you look at the sacrifices, there was one of them I was reading, and it said you will do 15 of this animal this day, then 14, then 13. And I'm like, so this animal is going down one each day, but the others mm. aren't. I'm like, I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah. So yeah. I Googled it and it was saying that when you add up those numbers, it adds up to like 70. And this is the significance of that. But I still don't know why it goes down one each time. Why don't you just say 70 divided by seven is 10 each yeah. day? Yeah. But it's like there is a message that God is putting in that, you yeah. know, and yeah. we just some of it, we just miss the detail. But God is yeah. so detailed. So, so detailed. detailed. Mm. It's beautiful. man. Yeah. So. No. You know there's a question coming, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about something. Mm. I remember a part of my journey um, with God, where, for one reason or another, there was a strong emphasis on reading one particular translation of the Bible, mm. and. Mm not interfering with any others because they're not the one that you should read <laughs> which translation um, was it <laughs> i think peter already knows i'm just looking at him he seems like he's got it written in his face well I was gonna say, it has to be totally king james <laughs> yeah it has to be king, king james, james right king james king it has to be king james and i don't think it was emphasized on with bad intentions or anything like that but i just wanted to bring that up and mm. hear you guys thoughts on mm. that train of thought especially in light of what you're saying about studying the word um and how to have i guess a rich time of study mm. um yeah i think i would ask you though what do you think that time developed in you mm. well i can answer that question um please do Okay, I will answer that question. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> so, okay, for me, um, I feel like at the time, I adopted that mindset probably out of naivety. Um, not because I guess I have bad words to say about the King James Version necessarily, but more just because I was young. I didn't know so much about how we got the scriptures that we have today or the different translations that we have today. And the fact that the Bible wasn't originally written in King James English, just no. to be very clear if you get what I'm saying. But at the same time, I definitely think that there were a lot of benefits that I got from that time. Like, for example, mixing that kind of a strictness to say, okay, I'm KJV only and that is it, with my challenger mindset and maybe I didn't challenge that at the time, but challenging what I'm reading <laughs> and what I've mentioned before about how I try not to read past what I don't understand. Mm. And so initially when I was reading it, I was just reading it and I was getting some head knowledge. Some bits made sense to me, Psalm 23, do you know what I mean? The straightforward bits, but then there were other <laughs> things that were just blowing straight over my head. Yeah. Um, and then I think with time, I eventually then started looking at Strong's Concordance and things like that. Um, which took, I guess, my understanding to another level. And even finding words, like words that we may use today, which were in the King James Version, 
but mean something completely different today than they did at yeah. that time. Bro, mm. do you know what? Do you know what that word is for me? What? Is despise. Yeah. So despise for us is like I hate you yeah. so so much. Yeah. yeah. But one of the definitions of despise is to lightly esteem. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not even about a depth of hatred. It's just, mm. yeah. So it says e Esau despised his birthright. Yeah. It doesn't mean every day he was like, I hate my birthright. I yeah, hate yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was just like, my birthright, meh. You can have it for stew. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is that word for me there. The key yeah. chain. The, mm. the context we have for it now is like, oh, it's so strong. But actually for them, it's totally different. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so, so you guys can now actually answer the question that I asked. <laughs> so, if if um, shut me. Look, I'll edit it. I'll edit myself out if I'm oh, talking oh, too much. Oh. So, <laughs> forgive me. So, um, so okay. So the King James version, I think, is it's a good version because it's one of the it's one of the older ones that has stood the test of time. So, I mean, it wasn't made yesterday, evidently, just by virtue of the, the language, thou knowest, all of this nonsense. Um, it, it wasn't made anytime recently, but it sort of remained consistent. And for that reason, loads of scholars, loads of people have done their research on the King James and it's, it's well annotated, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's a good, it's a good version for that reason. Um, and also I find it's a good version for, memorization again for that same very reason it stood a test of time and because it's so weird in the <laughs> way it's no quite virtually so i get so you i, get I was you. i was reading oh, yeah. i was reading um i was reading a nursery rhyme to um my daughter today just before she went to bed hey diddle diddle uh, i don't know if you guys know that word. <laughs> hey diddle diddle the cat and the fiddle the couch on top of the moon it's the first time i've seen it like properly and I realized it sticks in my head because it's so ridiculous in the concept. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat and a fiddle, a cow jumps over the moon. There's yeah. no, and then at the end, the dish runs away with a spoon. What's going on? <laughs> it's like, it's so ridiculous in, in, yeah. the, in the concept that it presents that it sticks. Yeah. And so I find that the King James is really good for sticking. Like... <laughs> The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It's like, I don't speak like that, yeah. but I can remember it because I don't speak like that. Yeah. So I find it's really, it's a really powerful tool for memorization. It's a really good version because there's been lots of annotation to it. There's been lots of studying of it. Yeah. Should you stick with one translation? I'm a guy that walks around with 10 translations on my phone. <laughs> I don't think you should. I don't think you should. And because, because any one translation loses the original and, and when we talk about the inerrancy and the perfect nature of the word mm. those only really apply to the original scripts um, and to the original letters uh so every translation you lose something i was um i <laughs> it's funny again we were talking i was talking with my wife and in the Ghanaian language that we speak there's one word for all the five senses so if you're talking about taste there's one word for it if you're talking about hearing seeing no yeah. feeling there's one way there's one word and i'll just point I, like it just struck me all of a sudden i was like wait there's one word for this wow. in this like in, in this Ghanaian language and then obviously from context you get you know what they're talking about yeah yeah but then in english we've got five words mm. and i was like it's a similar thing with the hebrew with the hebrew you've got 
one word that has so many different meanings and then with the hebrew and with the greek languages they obey so many different grammatical rules that that one word that has 10 different meanings has 10 other meanings when you look at the context within which it's put is it a plural is it intentional is it passive is it active and so it's like there's no translation that will capture that in its entirety and thus i think every translation brings something i I recognize the majesty of the king james um but i don't think you should ever stick with just one i think diligent study would require you to look around um but but that said you know i also recognize that not everyone is built to do that and i don't think everyone has to do that um but if 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 anyone's asking my recommendation i'd say read around and and always try as much as you can to go back to context go back to if you can the original languages um, original words and stuff like that i think those bring a richness but that said the bible is the only book where the author is guaranteed to be present when you're reading so oh about well, that as well this guy just wanted to well, end the podcast didn't it <laughs> I, I said i might talk too much no 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 no. it's good go and tell you i think i agree broadly but i think as with everything that we do, there's always kind of the nuance of it. Absolutely, because yeah, I think yeah. interesting is that you said for a season, you felt led to do that. Me? And since, yeah, yeah, you. No? It was, I, I wouldn't say it was led. I think I was taught to do <laughs> told. that. Yeah, I was told. Told. Oh, so, when yeah. you said told, I thought you meant told by God. Oh, no, no, no. Just be clear. God didn't tell me none of that. That was oh. more. <laughs> That was I more. Thought you, when you said told, I thought you meant told by God. That's nah, hence nah, the nah, lead. No, nah, not at all. Uh, because I, th- I, I think it like... was it was just to probably add context for you. It was more, I think, what I was around, what I was exposed to, what I was listening to, and I guess probably I'll just say some of the influences in my journey at that stage. Um, oh, so someone told you to do that. I I, I don't know if I, <laughs> I would have to really travel my thoughts to see if someone specifically <laughs> said that to me, but I okay. I think I was. I would at least say I was influenced at the very least okay. with that school. Because what I would say is that there are some times when I'm reading a certain translation yeah. and it's almost like it's just not going anywhere. Mm, yeah. Mm. That way I feel like I should read it in a different translation, mm. right? And then when I read it in the other translation, it just makes so much sense. Mm. And I have lots of different Bible translations, but I will find that there are certain times or seasons where I'm just in a flow of a certain one. Mm. And that's what for me it's like, I don't think you should only ever have one, but I don't think that there's anything wrong in certain times and seasons because there's a lot that I actually got from, yeah, from sticking with King James for a while. And actually, because for me, that was a labor of love because, bro, <laughs> I can't read all this thee and thou and I but actually when I stuck with it, yeah. I got I like it. So sometimes yeah. I go back to the James yeah. just for mm. fun. Yeah, yeah. You mm. know? So I think that's where the nuance is for me, is that if you feel like you are being led not by someone else, <laughs> but if you feel like if you feel like for a season God is saying, actually I just want you to stick with this translation, whether it's King James or it's something else. Mm there might be something in that because there might be a way of that's what you can hear and that's what you can receive at that time you know so definitely i have like even physical bibles i have a few different translations i love it but even sometimes i'm like reading one i'm like nah i can just feel i'm like this isn't it right now you Mm -hmm. know and Mm -hmm. switch transition the the stuff i understand is so much different 
Yeah, no, you're completely right, Tolo. Yeah, that's completely right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, man. <laughs> yeah, some, But in you know, your experience you know now. Yeah, no, but you know, I don't regret it. I feel like it was really important for me in my journey. Yeah. Whether it was right or wrong for me to follow that influence at the time, God redeemed it because I feel like, number one, just like you said, it was a labor of love. I feel like I was pretty young. <laughs> And so for me to press through reading Be Thou and everything else in between that piss of and trying to find justifications (laughs) for now using certain words because it's in there. Do you know what I mean? Like for me to have really pushed through, I think Um, that was almost like an evidence that, yeah, this guy must really have some sort of interest in this God that he's talking about (laughs) because Mm. it's not, it wasn't for the, I don't feel like it was for the faint hearted at all. And I think mm. it's probably maybe maybe that's even why I kind of really developed and continue till now to have that attitude of if I don't understand it, don't read past it, and to stop mm. and to go back and to dig. Because um, mm. I yeah, I really feel that's one of the great things. And then outside of that, it got me sounding like a bit of a weird Christian at the same time as well. Because <laughs> when I <laughs> I used to blog as well then at the same time, and so everything that I was writing just sounded, I'm sure King James ish. And, and it keeps the banter too. It, like it now you're the banter with James. Like it does. It, it, does. Does. it does. But I think in terms of where the shift happened for me, it was probably where I started to again take a step back and question my practices. Like why mm. why do I believe this? Why is this my approach? And mm. I think in questioning that, it, I think I don't. I think I maybe came across material that was speaking about language and kind of what you were just speaking about as well, Peter, about how in the Ghanaian language you speak that there's five words, or oh, sorry, that one word describes the five senses, and yeah. seeing the same thing is true, obviously, in the root words and stuff like that from scripture that is in Hebrew, Greek, and all of the rest and stuff. And mm. and I think I, do you know what? If I'm really honest, I felt robbed after I kind of mm. heard that stuff <laughs> because. Mm. I felt like I'm bilingual, you know? So if uh, anything, I should have known better because I know the language that I've been raised in, like speaking Luganda and stuff like that at home, I know that there are certain things that if you translate from our language into English, like it's mm. going to lose meaning. There are certain phrases, there are certain sayings, there are, what is it, idioms? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah idioms, parables, you know, so proverbs, diff- Different yeah. things that are just very specific to that language and that context and that time and that yeah. place that if we mm. try to bring over into the English language, it's always going to be almost like a... It, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily carry over with the same weight or carry mm. the same meaning in its effect. But at the same time, like I said, I think God has definitely redeemed that time for me because mm. it has helped me to be a better student, I think, overall. And... Mm. And again, I think I echo what you you've both said. Like, I'm not someone that's shouting from the rooftops. Don't read the King James version now because no. of what the journey <laughs> I went through. It's more a case of, I think, what have being open to reading wider than just one, um, yeah. and having having one leading version that you use as your main source of reading and study. I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily at all. No. But it's no. about where we bring in the almost legal line to yeah. say that mm. this is this version and this translation mm. is god's word and nothing else i think that's mm. where it can get a little bit sticky from my point of view mm. 
I, I think for me, if you're actually actively seeking to read God's word, yeah. even if someone misguides you on that, yeah. the mm-hmm. fact that you're actively seeking truth, that you're actively open to going to the word, yeah. God will get you on the right path yeah, and absolutely. he will redeem that absolutely. time, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, just out of interest, what, what versions do you guys like sort of live in and then branch out again. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one coming I actually wrote it down oh, in my gosh. notes because I was going to ask the same question <laughs> oh my gosh Tony um, so I would say the ones I have on like my little rotation I would mm-hmm. say New King James um, the Amplified version uh, the NLT mm-hmm. um, and then I have like a Jewish or a Hebrew type one as well um, and then there's also one called the Young's Literal Translation. So those are probably yeah. like my, t- my top five. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Mine's got top five. <laughs> <laughs> What's your top ten? Like I think you top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me. So um, for quite a few years after I moved away from KJV, I went to the ESV. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I used for a number of years. More recently. I've been looking at the Christian Standard Bible, CSB, Mm. Um, Mm. which I hadn't heard about or known about until I think it was earlier this year. Mm. Um, And so, yes, I'm currently exploring it, Um, did some research on it before. And yeah, I think that's kind of like my main reading at the moment. Outside of that as well, when I'm looking around, Amplified is always good for me. Um, Mm. I can't even remember what the the hebrew one is there's like the complete jewish bible yeah i think i think, I think that might mm. be it mm. yeah i'm just opening up yeah complete jewish bible um mm. yeah and i think that's about it for me man csb esv amp cjb sound like a rap <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like sets like gangs <laughs> <laughs> csb hold it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that's 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 my lineup at the moment sorry there's no fifth one for the top five on that how about you yeah, Peter? no um I, I so for the strong numbers because that i normally start off in the king james um for my chronological stuff um i use nlt uh, because i feel like it's the best conversational um version that's accurate enough um and then study so it'll be King James, um, and I'll dance between the ESV and the NLT there as well. Um, in the Old Testament, I tend to compare with the Septuagint, so that's the LXSV, I think, um, version. And then I'll, yeah, so King James, Septuagint, um, NLT, ESV, and um, Young's or Strong's literal translations as well I tend to like just to they tend to be silly (laughs) because they're literal translations but I I like that they give you some aspect of what's going on if you were to transliterate exactly what was being said Mm. what do you guys think about the message? (laughs) the message I think the message is good as a script Um, but I think you lose you lose a lot with the message i think well i I say you you lose a lot that's a bit that's a bit judgmental that's that's incorrect (laughs) Um, 
I say I say that because contrary to um to you Arnold, when I was younger in, in our church, they wanted us to do NIV. And I literally had this thought. Well, I literally had this thought that the King James sounds stronger. <laughs> like, like I felt like if the devil hears me quoting NIV, he will he will if he hears me quoting he KJV, <laughs> there's Bro. more power to cast out demons in King James. <laughs> I heard someone called NIV, nearly inspired version. I was like, oh. yes, <laughs> nearly inspired. <laughs> Stress. <laughs> So yeah, I I I prefer <laughs> I prefer the ones that try to capture the words in translation as opposed to the ideas, which I feel is what the message tries to do. And yeah, it's, but I think it's for different stages, though. It, it is. You're right. You're when right. you think, oh, because for me, it's kind of like all of these things have their place in someone's journey, you know. And even now, I think sometimes some of the like serious, serious preachers that I list, some of them be quoting the message. I'm like, I did not expect that, right? <laughs> but, but for me, what's yeah. cool is that she brings out some things in the text, in yeah. the spirit of the text, that are actually very true. You know, and puts it in such a way that if you're brand new to the Bible mm. and you go into the King James, it will literally scare the living daylights out of you. Yeah. But actually, the message helps you to bridge that gap and understand. Yeah. But even as you grow in your faith, actually, there's still quite a lot of stuff in there mm. that you know how to use it. So for me, it's like this. All of them are different weapons, right? So like, if we want to take it like what you were saying, like the King James might feel like that AK. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the message still has its place in the armory. Do you see yeah. what I mean? There's still yeah. different situations where I actually need to be able to break it down like that. So yeah. for me, I think in kind of disregarding them, we kind of lose a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if we over rely on one, we also lose. I feel like with yeah, everything we do, it's about walking the balance. Exactly. Yeah. Like not going too far one way, not going too far yeah. that way. Yeah. No, you're completely right again. Yeah. <laughs> Question. <clears throat> How would you guys encourage someone to choose the version that they read? So for example, someone's coming to the word of God for the first time, um, maybe first time in a long time, first time ever. And they're wanting to know how to kind of filter out or how to select a decent starting point at the least. Mm. That in terms of translation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm. I think so. I've I recently had opportunity with something like this, um, where a friend of mine wanted to get back into the word, and I think for me it was about knowing how he reads or, or knowing how he engages with things. Um, and suggesting it based on that. So I think he, like most people, didn't like the King James, felt like when I was reading it didn't make sense. Mm. Um, and I think I suggested the... Uh, I, I actually just bought the Bible for him. Um, I think it was the NLT uh, because it's like a bridge between being conversational enough for us to understand and you know trying to stay true to what the original meanings were so it was more about what he sort of connected with if that makes sense and i think that's where totally what you said actually makes complete sense in that depending on where you're on your journey depending on how you interact with the reading you want something that they can connect with 
and mm-hmm. some people might not connect with thou shall not, you know, yeah. as easily <laughs> as they would, with, you know, even a message. <clears throat> yeah. That's real, because I feel like I'm sure I probably put a few people off of the Bible when I was KJV only. Obviously, <laughs> just strong KJV verses, and you ain't even interested in like, Shakespeare or none of that. Do you know what I mean? But, uh, we still God. sowed our seeds. <laughs> mm. But yeah, sorry, tell you. Thoughts? I think I would actually go slightly different because I think one of the things that really helped me was having a parallel version. Mm. So something that gives you actually a way to look at lots of different options. Because I feel like as corny as it sounds, it's like often your version finds you, you mm. know, like just read something. You're like, okay, actually this, this connects on a different level. So mm. I think encouraging kind of parallel reading um, would actually be good because then you get exposed to more at the same time. You can compare them together uh, and read and sound whether you do NLT and amplified or King Mm. James and just actually just getting like a parallel Bible, I think is really helpful. Mm. And I actually find it helpful having a physical Bible to be quite honest with you sometimes. Um, Because if you've got one with the cross references, then you can kind of flip back and forth. You can write stuff in it. Because I feel like for me, one of my favorite things is like, I'll be just flicking through a Bible and I'll read something that I wrote. And I'm like, bro, did I even write this? Like, yeah. <laughs> what what was happening when I read the Like, I, I, mm. I'm reading it and it's like, it's not my words, but it makes sense. And that's why, you know, what you said about the author of the book is with you. Yeah. Mm. And that's why I love about reading the Bible is that sometimes you get these thoughts. And then when you look back at them, you're like, yo, that was not even me. That is... Mm. That, that for me is the cool thing about a physical Bible. Like you can just write down thoughts and yeah, you just come back to it. Mm. That's good, man. That is real, real good. I'm loaded with another question. Okay. But I know you want my answer. I can see it in your eyes, yep. totally. <laughs> no, do you know, I don't I have... This guy's trying to touch it. Do you know what? Honestly, I don't have much more to add. I think I agree with what you both said. I think my... Um, yeah, my, I, th- I think the starting point of knowing where someone's coming from, I think that's what Peter was getting at, is, yeah. is hugely important because, yeah, not everyone's going to... That's something I've had to learn, is not everyone will engage with things the way that I do, basically. So, mm. so yeah, if I know someone is someone who is a real, like, they're going to... They're going to not... They're not going to read past what they don't understand, then mm. I might be more willing to give them something that's a bit more of a literal translation. Um, whereas if it's someone that maybe isn't that way inclined, then yeah, something a bit more thought for thought mm. would be good. But the follow up question and the last question from me anyway, on behalf of our lovely, our lovely listeners, is if someone's reading the Bible for the first time, are there any particular starting points that you oh. would encourage or recommend? <laughs> Revelation. <laughs> so just get to it. <laughs> we start the end of the book, right? <laughs> um, I think again, it kind of comes back to what kind of person they are. So, mm. someone that's quite like logical and that kind of stuff, then start them in Genesis. Yeah. If it's someone who you know they just want to know about god and his love then maybe you start them in john you know so it just depends on what what are they really trying to do mm. but mm. something that i've actually really liked is you know the bible project yes 
Yeah, it's a good resource for a good resource. It's so good. They do YouTube videos that kind of break yeah. down each book of the Bible and really help you to understand the context behind it. Yeah. And I find it quite exciting going in to read the Bible after you've watched one of those videos because mm. now you have some of that context that you're kind of missing. Yeah. yeah. And they've got a podcast as well. What? Yeah, so they do they do the Bible Project podcast as well in addition to the their YouTube channel. And yeah. I believe they've actually or they're in the process of launching a Bible school of some kind of online basically online education basically which is mm, mm. another level up. I know they released like a test, I think, version recently as well. I kinda glimpsed it. But yeah, I got a lot of the Bible project man there. So so it's yeah. so good. That's they're awesome. really good. They're really good, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I'd echo, I'd actually echo Tolu as well. Um, John's always a good place to start just because uh, he's sort of all over the place and just that unique synoptic <laughs> um, gospel. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, and so you, you get like a full sense of everything and you also feel like, oh, God really loved this guy by virtue of the fact that he says God loved him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was allowed to be in the Bible, so it must be true. <laughs> Um, I actually find I actually find Revelation is an interesting place to start. It does get scary. It does get weird. Bro, but if, all right, can we chill, please? <laughs> if if you if you want someone that's like someone who especially is maybe coming from maybe a different religion or someone that's already like a, a, a thoughts you know an intellectual and they want something that they can really sink their teeth into. Revelation is a scary place to start, but it's a fun place to it's start. It's like sinking yeah. your teeth into like a live plug that's flowing over yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeesh. It'll, yeah. It'll either kill you or give you superpowers. <laughs> like, <laughs> one thing's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think my... Mm. Oh, were you finished, Peter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. Yeah, I think mine would be... I, I feel like Genesis, man. Genesis... Mm. And then the Gospels. That beginning. Mm. Um, just because I think, for me, Genesis is somewhere where we get to obviously see how it all started. The history, mm. you see it start to deteriorate. And then mm. I feel like it almost, going from Genesis to the Gospels, um, almost gives you, from my point of view, almost like a quick snapshot of history and the mm. deterioration. And then we get to the solution. And then obviously after that, you can cycle back on starting to look at some of the prophetic verses about the promised messiah to get a context for that too but yeah, yeah, yeah. genesis and then all four of the gospels man yeah they would be my recommendations but genesis is a bit long like it's a test <laughs> it's a good test yeah, but, but i feel like genesis because it's a lot of stories as well yeah 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 and you read it you're like this actually happened like yeah. people yeah. actually did this what yeah. do you mean yeah what yeah. do you actually mean it's yeah. mad yeah, yeah. Uh, i think the the only problem with um with, with genesis and with old testament in general is we can tend to get stuck there um mm-hmm. and if we get stuck there we have a a warped vision of who god is so mm-hmm. you find most people that just had their old testament will think god is just this vengeful you know yeah. <laughs> you make one mistake you're done sort of thing and, yeah, and not yeah. see the grace that is revealed in christ so. yeah but no it's a good place to start it's definitely a good place to start it is Wait. the start of the bible isn't it I, I think it depends also how you look at it because you know you talked mm. about that verse that you know if someone sins then the sin will be visited until the third or fourth generations yeah but you know the blessing 
is unto a thousand generations, it said. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's just exponentially different. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if you actually look at some of the spirit behind what is said, mm. you know, actually you can really see the grace of God and you can really see the love that God has for people, even in stuff yeah. like Deuteronomy or Leviticus. Yeah. You know, yeah. even there yeah. you can still see the goodness of God, even yeah. in in the midst of all the stuff that we, we think is crazy i mean even in those in those books you know god would say he restricted himself from the people so that he would not destroy them yeah. and you know there was grace there or like all of the um some of the levitical laws and, and explanations of the laws were mm. so that when he walks amongst them his holiness will not consume them and it's yeah. like oh so all of this really wasn't just so that you guys follow a bunch of rules it was so that you don't get destroyed but it's also the difference between God destroying them and the holiness of God destroying them. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. it's kind of like if you get close yeah. to the sun, mm. you're going to get burnt up. The sun yeah. might not want to actually burn you up, but it's just yeah. being close to the sun. If, yeah, it's physics. Exactly. Like, it's just yeah. it's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know I said I know I said final question, but I've got two final ones, which are kind of like just to wrap up some stuff we said. It's one for each of you actually, and this one's just to pull us back on some stuff we said. Not it's not long mm. questions, but Tolly, you mentioned the app that you use for Strong's Concordance. What's it called? Um, it's I think it's literally called the Strong's Concordance app. That is such an answered prayer because I've been trying to find something like that for. Oh someone. really? Yeah, yeah. I'm asking for me and for our listeners. <laughs> So I'm I'm on iPhone. So yeah. there's a couple. So I think I paid like five pounds for one of them. But there's also free ones on there too. Uh, so if you just yeah, if you just look for Strong's Concordance app, um, and I found one random one on the computer one time. I think it's called like eSword. Oh, eSword, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I was a bit of an eSword evangelist to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> get eSword, get eSword, get eSword. Wait, was that is yeah. that? Very, very good. I found the the mm. one that you've got there, Tolly. What color is the icon? What does it look like? Uh, so it is blue, um, with a book that is orange, light blue, and green. You can probably link it in the show notes as well. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Mr. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name? Of the I didn't song? know Dwayne Johnson was on the call. Okay. Can you spell? <laughs> Nah, how do you do the people's elbow? Nah, I can't hey. What was the... I want the people's eyebrow. <laughs> what was the software that you mentioned that you use, Peter? Uh, so actually, I've got eSword. I use eSword a lot. And then I also use Olive Tree. Um, Olive Tree is a bit expensive, to be honest. Um, really? Yeah, is yeah. They... <laughs> I've, I've, only bought, I've only bought things when they're on sale. It's <laughs> 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 that expensive. How much did you get them but... on sale? Um. So last time I think I bought I bought a I bought a series of books for like eighteen pounds on sale. Um, so I can full price. Full price was like forty nine. Okay. Because yeah. I, I feel like I bought a Bible and I think it cost me about a hundred pounds. And mm. at first I was like, "Are you okay?" Mm. <laughs> but. When I think about kind of how long a Bible lasts for, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of ways it's well worth the investment. Because so this Bible, this one is dope actually. It's like twenty six translations in once in one. Nice. Wow. 
Yeah. And you would think that's really intense, but what it does is if, you know, there's 26 translations, but 15 of them are the same, it will only show you the ones that are mm. different for each. Right. Bro, Was that a yeah. physical Bible? Physical Bible. Yeah. yeah physical. How big is that Bible? Bro, you could kill someone with that Bible. <laughs> That is a that's an A-bomb Bible. Like it's it's huge. <laughs> but I Get bought it in three, four years. Bruv, honestly. <laughs> like, but I bought it so long ago and it's really it, it pays back over time, you know, and it is just investing in your study for me. Yeah. Oh sorry. No, I was gonna say I got the olive tree because it, it's cross platform. So I've got it on my laptop, on my tablet and on my phone. And it's the same, it's my same account. So any notes that I make, any highlights, just That's get awesome. synced across. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. So it's really, I'm just looking at it. They're, they've got a sale on now. And the um, New International Greek Testament commentary is originally $549. It's now on sale for $199. So wow. That's, That's the sort of things, yeah. That's a big investment. It's a real cool Yeah, it is. Eternal it treasure. Is, yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So sorry, sidebar. Maybe one day we should like buy some of these up and do like a giveaway. That would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a very good idea, actually. So yeah. like we can do some resources here and there and just do a little giveaway. Yeah, that's good. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Who? You. Me? Yeah, you. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the latest episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. Um, we hope that it's stirred you guys to get into the word a bit more, but also to just think about your words and think about the words of your friends. Um, hold each other accountable and really start to bring out that treasure um, that God's placed in not only yourself, but in your friends too. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Um, comment, like, subscribe, hit us up, let us know what you think. We love, we love to interact with you guys. So yeah, thank you so much. And thank you, Peter, AKA the rock from the blacksmith's furnace for joining us again. Um, and yep, it's been honor reasons, toy talks, Peter, the rock. Thank you very much. Thank you. Peace. Peace.